hello, this is Jeremiah Simpson, and I just wanted to say thank you for taking out time to tune in with us today on the Mercy and Truth Podcast. I pray that the episode today will be a blessing to you, and it will strengthen you and encourage you in the dark day that we live in. I love this verse of Scripture in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And I pray that this episode will strengthen you in that area. When mercy Hello and welcome to the newest episode of the Mercy and Truth Podcast. Thank you for tuning in with us today and I pray that the podcast will be a blessing to you today as you listen. We're going to start the episode today like we do every other one and that's with a word of prayer. So let's pray together. Lord, I thank you for being so good to us. Thank you God for health and strength. Thank you God for my family. Thank you God for this podcast. Lord, I pray that you touch us today. Lord, you know what we stand in need of. Lord, you know what our nation stands in need of. And Lord, I pray that you help us to, Lord, maybe just encourage someone today. Help somebody with some words from your word. Lord, we'll love you. We're going to give you glory. In your precious and holy name we do pray. Amen and amen. Well, I'm going to do something different today. Uh, I got to thinking about it, and I found a recording on my phone of a song that me and Brother Wesley Roberts had worked together on him uh, him and me had kind of wrote, and Brother Nathan Lell helped us as well. We wrote a couple of weeks ago, and, and uh, I found it, so I, I put it here on the recording, and, and I'm going to let you listen to it. And uh, it just says, He still meets with me. And man, I'm thankful no matter where you are in life, I thought it would be fitting for the time of, uh, you know, the time that we're in right now. I thought it would be fitting for just to, to play this song. So I hope you enjoy it, uh, and uh, I wish there's a better singer, but uh, I guess he'll have to do for today. And, uh, but you enjoy it. I pray the Lord uh, will bless you in this song uh, as I sing it. He still meets with me. I've been saved for many years. There's been laughter and there's been tears. But one thing remains the same. He's always been near. Storms have raged and trials may come. By His power I'll overcome. When I feel I'm on my own, that's when He lets me know that I'm not alone. He still meets with me in the lonely part of night. He still meets with me when the sun is shining bright. No matter what part of life I'm in, He will be my dearest friend. Ever since Calvary, He meets with me. Mine goes back to that prison cell Paul and Silas locked in jail With no chance to escape But that's when uh, my God made a way In their time of deep despair He showed up and met them there And He's done the same for me And that's why 
I can stand and sing. He still meets with me in the lonely part of night. And he still meets with me when the sun is shining bright. No matter what part of life I'm in, he will be my dearest friend ever since Calvary. He meets with me. Though unworthy, undeserving for the King to meet with me. Faithful and available, He will always be. In the lonely part of night And he still meets with me When the sun is shining bright No matter what part of life I'm in He will be my dearest friend Ever since Calvary He meets with me no matter what part of life I'm in, He will be my dearest friend ever since Calvary. He meets with me. Amen. Well, I hope you enjoyed that song, and man, I love uh, that the meaning behind that song. Thankful that God allowed us to write it. And uh, thankful that I get to sing and make some music for the Lord. And I'm thankful for that. Well, I want you to take your Bible and turn to the book of Genesis today. Genesis chapter number 12. And I want to talk to you about just a simple thing. Uh, just some, I want to talk to you just something simple that's on my heart. And I believe the Lord laid it on my heart, maybe for what's going on around us. And I've preached a sermon out of here before. I'm not necessarily going to preach that, but I just want to uh, give you a thought, okay? And I try not to hold you long, uh, any longer than I have to. But uh, I'll say this before we read some scripture. Pretty evident in our world that we live in, there's a, just to be honest with you, it's about pure chaos where we're living and with the coronavirus and everything that's going on. And, and you may say, well, preacher, ain't you scared of it? Ain't you worried about the coronavirus? Be honest with you, I'm really not. I'm not worried about the coronavirus. Now, I'm taking you know, the right precautions, you know, washing my hands like I have for the last 23 years of my life. But <laughs> anyway, I, uh, um, I'm, I'm doing what I need to do, you know, social distancing, I think is what they're calling it. And I'm doing what I need to do, but that, the coronavirus is not what scares me. The, what scares me more than that is the people in our world, uh, pure panic that they're in. Um, but anyway, I just, I want to, I want to give you a thought here from Genesis 12 that I think will help us in this time of uncertainty, okay? So let's just begin reading. I'm going to read most of the chapter, okay? But just stay with me. And we talked about the call of God last week in our podcast and talked about Moses. Well, this week I'm going to talk about a call, but to Abram, where God tells Abram what he wants to do. And we know it's Abraham, but uh, we're going to start right here with uh, uh, verse number 1 in Genesis 12. The Bible says, Now the Lord has said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, and unto a land that I will show thee. 
and I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. I will bless them that bless thee, and curse them that curseth thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. And then verse number 4, you see, So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken unto him. And uh, the Lord tells Abram what to do right here. And so Abram does. He, he follows God's command and God's call on his life. And we get down to verse number 7, And the Lord appeared unto Abram and said, Unto thy seed will I give this land. And there builded he an altar unto the Lord who appeared unto him. And he removed from thence unto a mountain on the east of Bethel and pitched his tent, having Bethel on the west and Hai on the east. And there he built an altar unto the Lord and called upon the name of the Lord. Here in the beginning of this chapter, uh, Abram is doing everything right. I'll just say it like that, real simple. Abram's obeying the word of God, obeying the command of God. And then you see the very first thing. I love this. This is so important to get, y'all. In verse number 7, he doesn't go and uh, uh, he doesn't set up his animals, his livestock, get them fixed. He, honestly, he looks like he doesn't even make a house yet. He doesn't even fix his shelter or, or gets uh, his, uh, you know, his herdsmen set up where they need to be. But the very first thing that is recorded that Abram does when God gives him this land here uh, between Bethel and Ai is he builds an altar unto the Lord. And, uh, man, I think that's important. You see the priorities in Abram's life, right? And I'm not talking about this today on the podcast, but, man, that would be a good little principle to apply in your life. You need to have priorities in your life, and you need to have the right priorities in your life. Because I know some people's got priorities, but they're out of whack. And you need to have the right order in your priorities, okay? And I'm just going to say this, and I'll leave, it, I'll leave it at this. Number one, the top. First and foremost, above everything else, God. Number one, no matter where you are in life, no matter how old you are, no matter if you've got a career, if you're still in school, if you're in college, you're in elementary school, I don't care. The number one priority in your life, it's not your girlfriend, it's not your husband, it's not your wife, it's not, it's not the church, it's not uh, the pastor, it's not your kids. You know who it is? It's the Lord. It is your personal relationship with the Lord. That should be the number one priority in your life. And then your family, okay? Then your husband, then your wife, then your church, okay? Uh, but number one, above everything else, we see it here in Abram, number one is God. He builds an altar unto the Lord. But here's what I want to get to here. So we see the start of this chapter is good. Abram is doing the right thing. But Hard times come in Abram's life, and a trouble comes. In verse number 10, And there was a famine in the land, and Abram went down into Egypt to sojourn there, for the famine was grievous in the land. And it came to pass, when he was come near to enter into Egypt, that he said unto Sarah's wife, Behold now, I know that thou art a fair woman to look upon. Therefore it shall come to pass, when the Egyptians shall see thee, and that they shall say, This is his wife, and they will kill me, but they will save thee alive. Say, I pray thee, thou art my sister, and it may be well with me for thy sake, and my soul shall live because of thee. And it came to pass that, boy, he just said it happened, that when Abram was coming to Egypt, the Egyptians beheld the woman, that she was very fair. And the princes also of Pharaoh saw her and commended her before Pharaoh, and the woman was taken into Pharaoh's house. And he entreated Abram well for her sake. 
So here we go. Abram starts off right in chapter 12, listening to God and priorities right, building an altar uh, unto the Lord. But hard times came. A famine came. Trouble came. And I'm just going to be honest with you. Abram does something real stupid. <laughs> he does something real dumb. Um, right here, if, if you know anything about the Bible, you know that Egypt is a type of... That Egypt is a type of the world. We know that. We know that from studying the Bible. But Abram, I don't know if it was out of fear. I don't know if it was out of worry. Whatever. But it was a mistake. I know that much to go to Egypt. God had already showed him where he was supposed to be. God had already told him where he was supposed to stay at. But when the famine came, it went all haywire. The plan lost order. It was in disarray. And really, it was just chaos. He went to Egypt, and he told his wife, <laughs> he told his wife to act like his sister so he didn't die. And that, that just time out, uh, that ain't normal, okay? <laughs> that, that, that's lost some order there. It's, lost, it's got some chaos involved. And that's not what he should have done. You know what he should have done? He should have stayed where he was at in verse 7 and 8. But when that hard time struck, and guess what? Hard times are going to strike. But you got to stay where God has put you. Oh, man. You've got to stay where God has put you. Because you, that's, that's, just what, that's just what the deal is, y'all. God commanded Abram to go here. And then when something came where maybe it wasn't so much you know, certainty in life, Abram kind of lost faith maybe. I don't know. Uh, he doubted maybe. Doubted the plan here. And he left where God had said stay. Now, uh I don't know where you are in life, and you know what? This may not be for anybody, but, man, I know a lot of people, and I know a lot of people are, are just absolutely going bonkers over this coronavirus. And I told you, take the necessary precautions. Do it. I, I'm for that, okay? I don't want you to think I'm making light of it, because I'm not. But what we need to do is do what Abram should have done. Abram... Messed up in the middle here because he got his focus on what was going on instead of his God. And that's what we need to do. We need to get our focus on God instead of what's going on in our world. And we need to stay where and focus on what God has got going on in our lives. And that's probably my best advice I could give to you concerning what's going on in the world. You know, do the right things for your family. Keep your family safe. But at the same time... It'd probably be all right to turn off the news every once in a while and just focus on what's going on, uh, what God wants to do with your life, okay? Um, right here we see it starts good with Abram and then it kind of goes off the rails. But I want to look at chapter 13 real fast because it starts good and then Abram makes a mistake, but it finishes the right way in this little, this little tiny story in the middle of Abraham's story. Chapter 13, verse 1 says, And Abram went up out of Egypt, Good idea. He and his wife and all that he had and lot with him into the south. And Abram was very rich in cattle and silver and gold. And he went on his journey from the south even to Bethel unto the place where his tent had been at the beginning between Bethel and Ai unto the place of the altar which he had made there at the first. And there Abram called on the name of the Lord. So we see at the end here in the beginning of chapter 13 that Abram leaves Egypt and goes back to where God had given him that land and the where God where Abram had set that altar up to pray and call upon the name of the Lord. And 
I just want to encourage you, don't uh, get so sidetracked and focused on whatever thing else is happening. That's what Abram did right here. Started off good, following the call of the Lord on his life, and then building altars, priorities was right. And then, though, he got his mind focused on the famine, and he did some pretty haywire things with his life. And But eventually, you know, he got back to where he's supposed to do. But Abram's life would have been better during this stretch of time if he'd have just stayed where he was supposed to stay. Because God said he'd bless him. He'd have been all right if he'd have just stayed there. This story right here, this, this, the context I'm talking about, his life would have been better if he'd have just stayed where God put him. And your life is the same way. Don't worry. Don't fret. Don't fear over what's going on in the world. Just be exactly what God wants you to be. Stay where God's put you. And I promise you that everything's going to work out. But what his priority was, I think that'd be good to implement in our lives. You know, instead of worrying, just every time you worry, why don't you just pray? Be a good idea. I heard a statement a long time ago, worrying is praying, but just to the wrong God. And that's what worrying is. If you just, every time you worry about something, just take that time to pray, and I promise you that'll help you. Well, I thank you for tuning in today to this podcast. And this, this is a tad different than what I like to do normally, but uh, I thought maybe I'd just share this with you. And, and I'll come back on here in a few days with you with a study from God's Word. But thankful to be able to be on here with you. If you got anything you want to discuss or anything you'd like for me to do a podcast on, send me an email, and man, I'll be glad to respond to you and talk with you there. Well, until we meet again on the Mercy and Truth podcast, I pray the Lord richly blesses you.